0: Hey, Push Record family, this is Cruz, and first of all, Happy New Year. It is 2019. I hope that you have started your new year full of enthusiasm and expectation for everything that's going to happen for you, through you, and in you. I believe that God's hand is on your life for something so special to be seen, done through you and your family, and everything that you're called to do. You know, I'm so grateful that you've taken time to subscribe, to download, and to listen to the Push Record podcast. You know, our heart is this, uh, for us to push record on conversations about life, leadership, love, marriage, family, all of that. And our goal is, as we push record on these conversations, that through real, authentic, sincere conversations, you'll find encouragement, you'll find enthusiasm, you'll find excitement for your life, maybe some direction, maybe some challenges uh, that'll push you forward, but more than anything, we just hope that this makes you push record on whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing in your life to leave a mark, all right? And so, I'm super excited to start off the year with a new episode. Now, last year I got an opportunity to travel a little bit and and help churches around the country, um, By preaching and doing some leadership development with their teams and it was absolutely amazing. And so uh, right after the summer at the end of summer, I got a chance to meet a new church and a new friend. His name is Pepe Cervantes. He and his wife Rubina are Pastors at an incredible church called Lifeline Heart of Worship in the Harlingen, Texas area in the Rio Grande Valley. And so if you're listening to us from the Rio Grande Valley, we love you, man. Big ups to the RGV, man. Got nothing but love for the RGV. And so in this conversation, man, it was just absolutely awesome. We talk about so many different things, man. It ranges from life leadership, overcoming obstacles early on in life. You'll hear his story, but uh, Beppe is a cancer survivor. He overcame cancer very early on, and that just galvanized so much of his faith walk. It really just stirred and set in him a course for his life. And so we have a conversation. We talk about that. We talk about working out. We talk about food, cheat days. We talk about sneakers. It's an incredible conversation. I hope you really enjoy it. Now, we are in Harlingen, Texas today, um, I just got a chance to spend some time with an incredible church, Lifeline Heart of Worship in the Harlingen area, incredible church, I can't wait for you guys to hear about it and meet it, and so sitting across from me is Pastor Pepe Cervantes, who's an incredible man of God, and so we had a couple of hours before the flight leaves, headed home, and we decided to just push record, and okay. so we are uh, hanging with Pastor Pepe, who's a new friend to us, a bit of a big, not a bit, uh, he's a big brother to me, and so um Man, Pepe, appreciate you, man. Thank you for taking time to do this. Yes, sir. Um, so really what we want to do is just introduce you to our family, to, to our listeners, and to our following, and um, have them be encouraged by your story, your walk of faith, your fight of faith, man. I mean, we've been spending some time yesterday and today. And yes, um, just, you know, personally, I'm walking away incredibly encouraged in my faith, believing God for more expecting more right like you 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 really helped me set a paradigm for how I should be believing for wow. and expecting God's hand to move and so um look there's no real script to our conversations there's just conversations between sure, between, sure. between two friends right um so I just really want I really want our squad to get to know you and meet you and know your story so I know you have an incredible story that starts from the time you were a uh, like a little guy yes, right yes. so start with us man like tell, tell introduce yourself tell us about your life your your family your, and, and then share your story with us a little all bit all right
1: so pepe cervantes my real name is jose, but jose. We call pepe yeah. and uh second generation pastor wow all right um uh, i'll start right from the story nine years old i was uh diagnosed with cancer burkitt's lymphoma to be exact doctors gave me 60 days to live and they said, uh, they told my father, you know what, you better make plans, plan, funeral arrangements because this wow. is not going to happen. Uh, he's, he's not going to make it through. It, it's all over his lymphatic system. It's just not going to to happen. So long story short, my father being a minister who he is, he, you know, never missed church on a Sunday. But then as soon as church was over, we would drive to Houston, MD Anderson Hospital. Wow. Constantly taking care of us, doing, you know, taking care of us. And just really, it became more of a trial because they made me sign some documents basically saying, we're just going to try some medication on you that we only try on rats kind of thing. And so, uh, we, we, we you know, since your son's going to die anyway, let's just see what'll happen kind of wow. thing. My father said, you know what, you all do what you need to do, but I'm believing God for greater and bigger things. And what was interesting is that, is that my father's prayer and my mother's prayer changed from heal my son to Lord. Thank you for letting me have him this long. The word of faith. When yeah. you, when you turn your prayers around, he, he taught me such a great example. Uh, just by how he prayed when you turn your prayers around and, and he said basically the prayer was Lord If he's not going to serve you at an older age, then take him now Wow, and thank you for the nine years that you've given him to us. Wow. That was a good Friday mm-hmm, Crazy no coincidence. That was a good Friday mm-hmm. That Monday we went back to MD Anderson Hospital. The doctors came in did the normal routine checks checks Everything checked out. They're like something's not right. There is not a single trace of cancer in his body this is definitely a mistake. We got to check them again. So they did more x rays. They did more blood work. You name it, they did it. They were in shock. Long story short, the Lord healed me. Incredible. The Lord healed me of cancer. Wow. And of course, they said, being doctors of who they are, they, you know, they said, you know what? Well, maybe you're okay, yeah. but you'll never ever have yeah. kids. You'll never have kids. You know, the medication that we're using is so powerful, you'll never have kids. Well, I have a six foot five kid right now playing football at UIW. And,
0: University of Incarnate Word, San Antonio, of Texas. That's right. Wow. And, and, and it's just hey, tell us your name. Tell us your son's name.
1: Jeriel. Wow. Jeriel Cervantes. You know, which means a, a man of great importance in the Bible. Wow. The miracle, so, huh? So having wow. said that, is it's it's just truly believed that when God does something, He doesn't just start it; He will finish it. Amen. And so, yeah. So that's that's that story, and, and that's why actually I'm a pediatric nurse now. I went into pediatric nursing because I felt like. I could understand the bedside more than, than just being a patient. I can understand both sides of it now wow. being a patient and being on the bedside. Yeah. And so that has really helped me Wow, uh, be who I am today. You know,
0: I love, I love the fact that, um, the, the perspective of faith that, yes. that your parents had and the way you guys, you guys were praying, right. Mm-hmm. We're not begging for something that's right. already given. Right. We're actually declaring it and we're thanking God for it. Right. right? right. Um, that's, you know, my pastor, Pastor Charles Neiman, um, has taught us that faith is believing and speaking faith is not wishing it's believing and then corresponding behavior right and right. so um i know that there's a lot of corresponding behavior that stems from and really came out of that experience and that miracle and watching god be faithful mm-hmm. um if i understand correctly the time that we spent together and uh, as you've told me your story yes. choosing to be a, like you just said choosing to be a pediatric nurse mm-hmm. even though even the name that you gave to your church Right. Um and really a lot of a lot of why you do and who you are, mm-hmm. um, as a man of God as a as a leader as a as a, a father, um, stems from that experience. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, talk talk to us a little bit about how that's become a core value to you and your family to your life, how you lead your church and how you lead yourself personally.
1: Uh, one of the things I have learned, and I learned that early in ministry, is that if you're going to follow God's way, you got to not be a people pleaser. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I was always wondering what are people going to say? What are we going to do? Yeah. I was bound in religion. I yeah. was so tied up in self righteousness. I was so stuck in all of that. The thing about self righteousness, the thing about pride, pride is like cancer. You don't know you have it. Wow. And it doesn't hurt. Wow. And so even when people check you, you're like, yeah, no, you're it's you. You're the problem. And so I was the problem. So the Lord literally had to, uh, uh, you know, remove me or prune me from my father for a season, and, and literally. I guess transform me and, and restore me yeah, and wow. get my mind to what what I needed to do. I, I, again, I, I knew all the motions. I knew how to get up. I knew how to sit down. I knew how to say, hello, hallelujah, jump up. With, I, we knew the motions and I've learned and I quickly learned that the motions are not going to get you anything. Wow. It's all about what's in your heart. It's all about what's in your mind. And are you doing what the Lord is telling you to do? Yeah. And when I've learned to be obedient, I've seen great results. When I've learned, to, when I'm disobedient, I've seen, you know, failure and I've seen issues in my life that wow. i just go circle and circle and just in myself God, why didn't i just listen to you the first time i'm yeah. a very stubborn guy and I, and so i i appreciate that the lord has had that much grace to have the patience to work with me yeah and like i said even though i'm a pastor or so on and so forth i always preach from the pulpit as the sermon is for me first yeah for i said it's, it's easy to preach 10 sermons it's hard to live
0: one wow you know man that's good that's, yes, that's so something that i love about your perspective you and your wife rubina yes um and your perspective on leadership of, of, of a, a community of faith, right? The church that you lead lifeline heart of worship is it at lifelinehow.com? H-O-W yeah. dot com, yes okay, sir, lifeline. H.O.W.com yeah. H.O.W. Okay. Lifeline at H.O.W.com. You got to go check them out. Um, and Hey, by the way, I'm just going to give my friends a plug. Um, we're believing and we're building a vision. Yes. The Lord has given us some great property mm-hmm. and we're believing we're going to be building that out here really soon. And yes. so um, would love for you to partner with them if the Lord is speaking to your heart right now, partner with them and Lifeline HOW, if you want to go and just contribute to the vision that the appreciate Lord has given that. this house. You. Um, trust me, if you, if, if you follow me, you know that the, the houses and the families and the friends that we're connected to are um, absolutely world changers. And so um, it's good ground. Um, one thing that I really appreciate that you don't see a lot of places is um, really the, 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 like the tripart uh, health, Right and wellness that you guys right. that you guys really lead your church. It's even in your vision statement, right? Yes, so like healing for the body, mind, and soul. Wow. Based on Matthew twenty
1: two thirty seven, love the Lord be God with all your heart, mind, and soul. We truly believe. You know, as we were growing up and the Lord called us to ministry, uh, we would see this. I don't know what the term would be. We would see this thing where. It's just spiritually fit and pray and pray and pray, but you were not taking care of your body. You were not taking yeah. care of your mind. And I begin to see it. I said, Lord, what kind of life are we living if we're gluttony? It's living in gluttony. What kind of life are we living if we're not taking care of our temple, which the body wow. says what we are? Yeah. So he's not asking for buffed Christians. That's not what the word of God says. <laughs> he's just saying, take care of your body. Absolutely. And, and I believe that that a lot of times we're real good to preach and we're real good to condemn people about other sins but we don't look at the sins that we commit each day mm-hmm. by eating things we shouldn't be eating or eating too much of that or and I'm not gonna turn this into a health talk but that is our vision statement healing for the body mind and soul the Lord wants to make you whole and complete. come on you know so good so 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 you have the example of the lep you know the lepers the ten lepers the Bible says where are the other nine yeah is everything and, yeah. And, and the Bible says that only one was made whole Wow why because lepers were were, were thrown out out yeah. of the community they were they were ostracized they were they were rejected but when the Lord restored them they were able to be accepted back into the community and that's what god does and so i really believe that when we come to church any church that you go to we should get connected in all aspects of our lives for god is a god of wholeness he's not just a god of one part he doesn't just want to renew your mind or just touch your spirit or touch your heart no it's everything and when we touch everything and we have that what i would call that whole or holistic (laughs) i don't want to use the word holistic but that's something else but just that whole principle and Everything changes in your life. Everything changes. And again, it's not about perfection. Sure. It's not about perfection. It's simply about getting up every day. And okay, what do I need to do? Good stewardship, right? Just good stewardship. Yeah. No, I love it. You know, there's
0: a statement that, that I'm reminded of when you, when you're talking right now. Um, I remember growing up and hearing like just these old saints really say, you know, don't be so heavenly minded that Mm. you're no earthly good, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And and I think that that's what happens a lot of times, Mm -hmm. right? Like in, in churches or even church leaders. And it's all about the, the, the if and when we go to heaven and we'll understand it better by and by. Mm-hmm, and when, you know, mm-hmm. um, and we're no earthly good. Now, something that I love about your ministry um, and really just your personal ethic as, as a disciple of Jesus and how you follow Jesus and express your faith is that there's it's really, really practical. Yes, you know, sir. it's absolutely practical. Um, and, you know, knowing your background, you you come from some old school Pentecostal Old Testament, Old Testament <laughs> right like and so we're not gonna throw stones right, right? right. Um, but talk to me a little about a little bit about your journey in managing the tension and really transcending um, you know the, the way you were raised right now you know one of the things that I don't want it to come off like like, like we're throwing stones right not at all I come I come from that world as well and there are certain things that um, I'm my, my proclivity and my disposition um, to you know having a sensitivity to the, the Spirit of God and having a real passion for the Word came from you right. know that kind of an environment where it right. was all very works-based and right. very just so impractical mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we transcended, mm-hmm. right? And so you've come from a place that's not that practical, right? Um, and so heavily minded that it's no earthly good. But right. now you've really—I don't want to say the world you've evolved, but you've really—the Lord has really brought you into a yeah. place where it's so so practical. I mean, I, I spent some time at your church, and it was just. The practicality of how you're teaching your church to follow Jesus is incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about the heart in that, and even some of the challenges. You know, some of the tension that you faced in
1: in that. Not gonna lie, the first year of Lifeline was rough. We started Lifeline March first of two thousand nine. It was rough. I was still bound in a lot of religion and just religion and that can get self-righteousness. And, oh, you know, this is what we have to be to be the perfect church. And sure, boy, I, I got knocked down really quick. And the Lord just really said, you got to understand, you're not here to save people I am. Yeah. You're not here to change people I am. You just bring them, you catch them, and I'll clean them. I love it's that. Basically what it was. And so I'll tell you everything with this story. Back in the day when I was serving under my father, uh, I won't mention church names and all that for the sake of just, you know, sure. uh, <clears throat> respect. Um, my father went through an ugly division in the church you see that a lot in yeah. churches nowadays and 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 he went through an ugly division in church and i remember i was 14 15 years old i remember seeing my father how he handled that situation and i thought to myself my god my father will give would give his shirt off the back for any of those people and and he constantly did it and he constantly sacrificed for his church and the people and yet they turned around and talked bad against him sure. and created all yeah. i mean to the point brother to say you know you must be sinning because that's why your son has cancer that that bad that bad. That those are statements made in church from church people. Gosh. So, so to me, like if people mm-hmm. like that are going to be in church, I don't want to go to church, right? Wow. And so, long story short, the church divides. I hate ministry.
0: <laughs> sure. I, I hate ministry. I
1: I'm running away from it. I don't I want anything it. to do with it. But I play the drums, and I love God. And love, the Lord says, "No, you can't have. You can't have it both ways. You can't be praying, playing the drums, thinking you love me when you hate people. It doesn't wow. work that way." He says, come on. and I said, "No, but but no, Lord. But I love to play for you." And he goes, "No, no, no. If you can't love, he says, leave your offering in the altar.
0: Come on, and That's then so come good. back. Wow. And
1: so, so the Lord had to change me, and He had to break me. And like again, I say this all the time: salvation is instant. You'll get saved today. Fine. But transformation and restoration is a process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't like the process. We live in a, in a microwave world right now where everybody wants a three-minute, yeah. get it in. and I, yeah. oh, well, What do I need to do? No, it doesn't work that way. You've got to go through the process. And I'll never forget that I hated these people. I, I, I literally wanted a train to hit them in Jesus' name. <laughs> you know? <laughs> in you know? Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I'll never forget that the Lord says, until... You let me restore you, you'll never be where you need to be. Wow. So I'll never forget little by little, it started started the Lord the Holy Spirit started changing me and convicting me, and changing me, and convicting me. We were at a lubies and and they were all there. And the Lord says, You're gonna pay for their meal. And I said, I don't know about that, Lord. Oh, He's wow. like, get behind me, Satan. I said, I knew this was Satan talking. I said, No, it wasn't <laughs> God Godson, you're gonna pay for the meal. And and I remember saying, Okay, I'm gonna do it because I'm gonna just be obedient. And I did it. And I wasn't paying for their meal, I was paying for my freedom.
0: Come on.
1: And I'll never forget leaving that lubi's like saying Everything was off because so like, I, I, I'm restored. That's I, I, can, I can shake their hands now and I can now understand that I can thank them Come on, for what they did because it placed me for where I am.
0: That's incredible. Again,
1: all things work together for good. That's so incredible. now I don't see those things as speed bumps. I don't see them as breakdowns. I see them as breakthroughs. And so I uh, thank the Lord for that.
0: Wow. What, yeah. an, what, what an incredible perspective to have. Right. You know, to me, I'm hearing you say that it's like, wow, obedience is better than sacrifice. It's uh, one of those things where, you know, the truth is in sacrifice, we still kind of have the ability to say or say what we will or won't give. That's exactly right. right. We still can kind of. Right. But in obedience, you lose total control. It's just doing what God says. whatever he wants. And, you know, what's what's unfortunate is that so many people will call it um, sacrifice or will prefer to give God what they think God wants. And they'll never give him what he's asking for. <laughs> a big you, you know, it's big a big difference. Big difference. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. so let, let, let me say this, you know, and and hear hear my heart on it and tell me, tell me what you think when you yes. when when you know when when you give me your thoughts. Um but you know, I think I think one one of the things that is kind of like a catchphrase or cliche for us is that, you know, God's not about religion. I like mm-hmm. I get what we're I get what we mean with that, sure, right? Sure, sure. Um And I think that God is not about self-sufficiency. I think when we say religion, right? Like Jesus didn't come for religion. um, I think one of the things that we mean is he didn't come uh, to create more self-sufficiency in man. Mm -hmm. Um, God God isn't about man's attempts Mm -hmm. to get to him. And I understand that. Um, But really at its core, the the word religion is just a consistency of practice. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And so religion isn't always necessarily a bad thing. Right. right? Being a religious person, uh, to me is like I'm, I'm a consistent person now if I'm consistently legalistic well we don't Big like difference. that we don't like that yeah. kind of religion right, right if I'm consistently right. condemning and right. guilting people absolutely right <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, but one thing that I love you love about you is that you really are a religious man there, there's yes. a lot of discipline to you there's mm-hmm. a lot of consistency to you so practically there's there's I want you to practically share some of your daily discipline some of your some of your religious activities That's right okay. um, we have a lot of leaders that, that that listen to us and follow us and um, I'd love for them to hear from someone like you who's leading an incredible church, mm-hmm. um, who's loving his wife in a way that's absolutely beautiful and godly. You've got to, I mean, you guys are the real deal. You and you and Rabina are Thank the you. real deal. I mean, you have a son who grew up in church, yes. loves Jesus, is still serving Jesus, is playing division one football. Yes, sir. You know on an academic scholarship right, right? like th- these are all just i mean yeah. you're an all-star Blessings. right mm-hmm. um so talk to us a little bit about some of some of your daily uh, rituals some of your daily disciplines that just keep you on track
1: uh i'll go back to what i've been telling you all weekend is i learned from my father how to pray about certain things so one of the things i stopped doing a long time ago is i stopped praying for my needs wow i don't do that anymore i pray for three things and this is what my father taught me revelation wisdom and discernment mm-hmm. he says you have those three things and you'll never need anything else and so just by those things and knowing that if i just put i, I don't like to say put god first because people have a kind of so that means my wife's going to be the back bet when does you know the, no 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 put the center put, make him the center yeah. of everything yeah. when you put god in the center of everything which is something that i'm not going to tell you it's easy to do it's, it's a balancing act and you have to constantly be checking your spirit you know lord uh, convict me where I'm wrong. Show wow. me where I'm wrong. Let me yeah. feel, let me feel. And don't let me sleep tonight if I'm wrong. Yeah. Those are types of prayers that I do. Yeah. Uh, about Pastor Cruz to keep me in check. Wow. Uh, you know, yes, we believe in accountability and we have people around as they hold us accountable, but practices that we believe, of course we believe in prayer. We believe in word, reading the word of God, but we believe that we can learn from anyone. I'll give you a mm. perfect example. We had a, we had a $90,000 problem. <laughs> I'll say that we had a 90, that's a big dollar problem. problem. <laughs> yes. We had a $90,000 problem. And I'll never forget that I was like, Lord, I, I need you to speak. Should I make this move or should I not make this move? I said, Lord, I'm a big guy. I'm a big, I'm big on fasting because I can't make a mistake and I can't afford to make a mistake. So when I fast, I ask the Lord for three signs. When he gives me those three signs, I know it's what he wants, wow. not what I want. Wow. So I'm very specific with the signs. Uh, I, I it's got a purpose behind it. It's attached to it and the sacrifice comes with it. And so when we do it, it's literally what I call a hundred percent guarantee. Like. I never Now, is it the answer that I want not necessarily yeah but it's the answer that I have peace with at the end wow. and to me peace is that litmus paper that tells me you're right Absolutely. on track it's the Holy Spirit saying Absolutely. trust me I got this Absolutely. so so you know I remember saying Lord you're, you're gonna have to talk to me I gotta make an answer here pretty short you know pretty quickly here and you gotta tell me here what to do and I'll never forget we had a 17 year old girl she came up, she said, Pastor, you need to read Ecclesiastes 4. And she, she, I said, I said oh, okay, you know, God bless you, whatever. Thank you. I'm kind of trying to deal with something over here. And I said, Lord, you got to talk to me. And the Lord said, I'm trying to talk to you, but you're not listening. Wow. Go back to Ecclesiastes. So I started reading it. And the Lord literally gave me the phrase that I needed. And I was able to move forward with that $90,000 problem. It didn't become a $90,000 problem. It became a $90,000 seed Come that on. turned around into prosperity, Incredible. turned around into blessing. I'm Incredible. not a prosperity pastor by any means. And I'm not against it. Sure, that's not what we do. Sure. But I'm just saying... At that moment in time we were stuck in a situation and 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 i didn't want to move by my heart Like you cannot move by emotion you got to lead by devotion and i said lord what do you want me to do he gave me the confirmation through brilliant. the word
0: he used a youth that's brilliant. so again it's
1: what you said today pastor you know god talks to us every day but are we listening yeah, absolutely and once you learn to listen let me tell you he's not yelling at you he's that still small yeah. voice that will just direct wow. you and he'll use a donkey if he has Come to on. To wow. get you to where you need to be, wow. and, and if you can get that set, and you can do what you need to do, like I said, the wisdom, the revelation, and the discernment when situations uh, uh, arise, you'll know exactly what to yeah. do because the Holy Spirit will guide you through. No, that.
0: I love this. This is absolute gold. Yes, um, sir. You know, so let me let me let me talk. Let me brag about your church a little bit, okay? <laughs> okay? Um. So the church is nine years old. Yes, sir. It's a mobile church, set yes. up and tear down every Sunday. Right. Um in an auditorium that's owned by the city. So you right. have to manage tension with the city who right. at times you were telling me today, doesn't want you to be there at times, <laughs> right? Like right. really, they don't like money or something, right? right? Like <laughs>
1: exactly,
0: whatever. Uh, the devil's crazy. Um, right. you know, uh, but in all of that, the church is thriving. You know, you guys are creeping on 2000 members yes, every Sunday, mm-hmm. um, which is absolutely bananas, right? Like hey, guys, listen, like I know a lot of the guys that we follow and we're like, Let's strike that, right? Okay, Um, but there's, guys, listen, there's so many incredible ministries that may not have the notoriety, that may not be quote unquote famous, right? right? But they're incredible Mm -hmm. and they're faithful. And I don't know about you, but when it's all said and done, I wanna be faithful, not just famous, Got it. right? Um, And so really the truth is there's so many of us that really should be looking to you and gleaning to you because um, what you've done is miraculous. Wow. What the Lord has done through your leadership. Now, here's what I love, that you give the credit. You said the glory goes to God, but the credit goes to my team. Right. 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 That's absolutely incredible. And it's so refreshing. Yes, sir. Pastor mm-hmm. Pepe. It's mm-hmm. so refreshing to hear a man of God and and a senior leader mm-hmm. to to be able to say that. Wow. You know, and I was at your church today. Um, and in all three services, people were excited mm-hmm. to just give their life to the building of the church yes. at Lifeline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot of a lot of leaders that follow that are either in in a planting season right now, or are praying about planting a church, yeah. right? So knowing what you know now, okay, mm-hmm. um, go back in time nine years. Okay, give me a couple of practical, just like, hey, leader. This is what you should do here's what you should be thinking about um to anyone not just planting a church but um you know here's what i love about you is that you you're not just church smart okay (laughs) you are for real smart you are for real intelligent okay and your intelligence can walk into any arena and just crush okay i i love that about you man um and so I know anything that you share is going to be a transferable principle that you can you can put it on wherever wherever it is that you're leading or about to initiate an effort or start new. So, mm-hmm. knowing what you know today, you're going back in time, getting your back to the future on right mm-hmm. nine years nine years ago. Mm-hmm. What would you tell yourself?
1: I'll, I'll tell you how I learned it, and it's it's again I'll go back to my father. My father's just been so so much so much wisdom in my life, and so grateful for that. He says, "Son, remember this: there are three types of pastors in this world." The ones that call themselves, the ones that are called by people, and the ones that are called by God. Wow. He's like, make sure you're called by God. If you're called by God, nothing else matters. Wow. And and I think I, I don't understand it, brother, because I didn't want to be a pastor. When people tell me they want to be a pastor, Same. I'm like, you're on crack, bro. Like that, <laughs> that's messed stuff. Like I don't know what you're saying. Why would you say that you, to me? <laughs> you, you may not even you don't understand what you're saying. And so, with that being said, uh, I would take the word pastor out and put leader. Is it something that you want? Is it something that people want for you? Or is it something that God wants for Mm. you? Because it's a a fail-proof method. If God wants it, just do it. Wow. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it going to be worth it? Yes. Wow. Is it going to be tough? Of course. But nothing good is easy, right? Yeah. So, so, you know, I was just having this conversation with another pastor. He was saying, Man, I I, I don't know what to do this or to do that. I said, No, what does God want you to do? And it sounds so cliche and it sounds so. What do you mean by that? Okay. Don't follow your heart because, like you said, the the heart's deceitful. Yeah. It'll, it'll, It'll get you into places you shouldn't be. Yeah. So, ask the Lord, I, I like to pray, you know, Lord, shut the doors that I don't need to go through wow. and open the doors that I need to. And just let it be one. So there's no confusion. Wow. You know, and so for any position that you do leadership to, to guide your home, if you're going to, I say for big decisions, buying a home, buying a car, choosing a career, all that stuff. Let the Lord choose for you. So whether it's through wow. fasting and prayer and asking for the Lord for signs, Lord, just pray that. I, I, I think sometimes we don't know how to pray, mm-hmm. you know, and we say lord bless me with this or give me a job and people don't understand that satan gives you jobs too and he can put something in your way wow. to hinder you from where you need wow. to be. And what ends up happening yeah. when you pray for that car, I said it to you earlier as well, we fall in love with the blessing and forget the about blessing. the blessing. And God says, I'm going to have to remove it because you didn't understand. Wow. And so, so again, let's learn to ask the Lord the right way. If you're a leadership, if you're a youth pastor, if you're saying, "Man, I feel a calling for the youth. Okay, do you or are people pushing you on social media? Be very careful with mm-hmm. social media. It's got a great purpose, but it can also bring you down if you don't know what you're doing wow. with it what is the lord telling you in your heart what is the lord telling your spirit and once you fall into your purpose again he will make a way where there is no way he will provide the provision for the vision come on and so and he's done that with us love that you know there's not a book i can write that says this is exactly the steps that we did you know in fact i'll tell you the opposite i'll never i'll never forget i was preaching one time and i went up there without preparation and i said you know i got this i never felt the holy spirit leave me so fast I wanted to get out of that room. I wanted to hurry up and get up through the altar and just leave. Wow. I got on my knees and the Lord always reminded me. That's why I wear it with me. He is greater than I. John 3.30. He must increase and I must Amen. decrease. Amen. And when Amen. I learned that lifeline is not because of me. Wow. It's because of him. Wow. I'm just simply an instrument, but he's a musician. Wow. Let him play. Let him play. God,
0: that's so good. Yeah. I'm simply an instrument, but he's the musician. Let him play. Gosh, Let him play. that's so good. And when we, again, and, and and it's less pressure on you. Yeah, 100%. Because we're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm 100%. Gonna be, stop doing it. We're this not, not that your smart, right? You're, No, on. stop it. You're taking too much
1: credit for yourself. Relax. Wow. We don't give God enough glory and we give the devil too much credit. Just shut up. <laughs> listen to what the Lord is telling you to do and just humble yourself. And God <laughs> oh, will I love use this. I, 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 I love, love, love this.
0: this. Okay, so let's let's keep it in this real, raw pastor pepe <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right i love okay. this this is so refreshing see like one of, one of the hearts that we have for this message and for this platform and for anyone that's gonna be listening we we, we just want to be honest yes right I, I i don't think that there's enough people who are com- just really just unveiling right And just say look this is the real mm-hmm. right okay so we've got a lot of leaders especially leaders who serve in a church context yes okay um and so right ra- I don't want to just bless the leader, but I want to bless their pastor, right? So I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, my question is, as a senior pastor, and uh, give, give me a couple of things that you wish every need leader knew that, that their pastor is not telling them.
1: Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Okay. So first and foremost, let them know that your pastor does hurt. Let mm. them know that your pastor does suffer. Let them know that your pastor does feel pain. He does bleed when he cuts. Let him know that wow. the thoughts of suicide sometimes are there, that thoughts of depression wow. sometimes, there, thoughts of anxiety are there. That when he's preaching to you, he's also preaching to himself. That wow. sometimes his marriage is not as perfect or as good as it looks from out there. Jeez. That we struggle every single day Jeez. and we're not exempt. <laughs> we're actually a bigger target. And when Jeez. you learn that and you understand that, and well, I think we will have less people be so critical of their leaders and just lift them up and pray and say, God, help them out wow. give them the strength that they need give them the wisdom that they need to continue wow. to do what they do because again pastoring a church i don't care if you're pastoring 15 or yeah. 1500 it's a it's burden weight. it's, it's weight. a burden you got yeah. you got to know you, you got to let the holy spirit guide you, get, you know, and, and all the cliches that go with it but yes you know i would tell those leaders hey Understand that your pastor is human. Understand that 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 we don't need to hear. We're with you, pastor. We just need you to show us. Yeah. Just show up. Yeah. Just show up. Get planted. Wow. Get grounded. Be submitted to whatever vision you're submitted. I tell these people all the time because they say, you know, we got a bunch of church hoes that love to jump oh, around. Oh wow! They just jump around. Wait, this just
0: got real. Okay. It just went there. I okay. Love sorry. It. sorry, sorry. <laughs> hold on. Thoughts in the church. Come on. We have a bunch of church hoes. P- pastor Pepper, thank you for being so honest. That, Come on, they talk, they about, it. talk about it. They just jump from
1: place to place. And they wonder why they there. never give fruit because a plant out of, mm. out of its season and out of its place will never give fruit. Mm. And I tell people time, just find the church that God has placed you in. Sow yourself there and then you will reap You'll the fruit. There. People say, pastor, no. but the Lord told me, relax, relax. That God talks to everyone. I understand <laughs> it, but uh, you gotta be set somewhere. So good. You gotta plant yourself so some good. in the good, good, in the bad, just plant yourself so and you good. will see fruit, fruit that your children will be able to pick from. And I'm it. not talking about, I, I use wow. an analogy and an illustration, you know, you see a bowl of fake fruit, it looks beautiful, but you can't eat it. Jeez, And that's what we have a lot of right now. We got a lot of fake fruit running around, wow. but you can't eat from it. Oh, I want wow. that fruit that, even though it might be a little soft on the edge, but it's going to fulfill me. Come on. It's going to satisfy me. On, and so, again, man. it's not about perfection, it's about persistence. Continue <laughs> to persist in what you're doing in Jesus' Bro, name. You're preaching. you faithful. I'm going to start oh, preaching. Oh, God, this is so, good, huh? Yeah.
0: How so, good is this? Okay, so just, just get planted. Wow. get
1: planted somewhere. Wow,
0: you know I thank you, thank you for being so um, so open and so candid with us. You know I'm I'm not a senior pastor, um, but I, I just enjoy the season that I'm in where I'm just supporting my lead pastors. Yes, right? Um And something that I don't think we hear often enough, and I'm just gonna give you some Bible for it, um, is Hebrews chapter 13, mm-hmm. where it says, "Make it easy for your pastors to pastor you." Wow. Don't be a burden to them because they have to give account for you. Yes. yes. Right. And we forget about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We forget that at the end of the day, the, the accountability that you as the man of God, the accountability that your, your wife as the woman of God who are leading a community of faith, that it's on a whole other level. You know, That's we that. give account for our actions and stuff, yeah, but you, yeah. give it, you give account for our soul and our mm-hmm. spirit, Wow. you know? Wow. And so um, I think I just want to remind everyone who's a leader at church, go read Hebrews 13. And I start at verse six where it says, mm-hmm. make it easy mm-hmm. for your leaders and your pastors to lead you. Right. You know, that's our job. Our it job is. is to make it easy for them. Wow. I get
1: asked all the time, Pastor, do you get nervous every Sunday? Every Sunday. Wow. It never stops. So
0: you need us to shout you down, right? You need it us just, to say, man, whether it's good or not, we just do We'll do it in faith. Uh, now, it's there's never a good or not moment. Right, you're you're right, an incredible right. preacher. Right. You're Thank an incredible you. preacher. Um. But but you need us. You need our support. You need to, right? You do. You do. Wow. Every,
1: every word of affirmation, every word of encouragement. I mean, you get knocked out. You get so much hate mail. You get a lot of, you're going to get a lot of hatred. And I don't tell you right now, if you're a leader, if you're a pastor, if you're not getting made hate mail, you're not doing something right. Wow. I'm telling you, you're not doing something wow. right. In order to know you're doing something right, things are going to come against you because wow. the devil will leave anything alone that he already has and mm-hmm. he already owns. Wow. But if he doesn't own you and, he, and you're going against the grain and you're making right. him shit, shit, you know what? You're going to get hate mail. The people that you thought were with you will leave you. And you know what? If they leave you, that's okay. It's just a pruning season. Come enjoy on. it. Nobody likes to be pruned, but everybody likes a great tree. So just enjoy <laughs> it.
0: Move forward. Understand it's just wow. a season. And seasons weren't wow. meant to be permanent. They no, were meant no, to be I, temporary. I love it. Yes, sir? You, know, you, you were sharing really openly and really candidly about just um, the humanity of our pastors right yes. um, and you know we're, 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 we're in a time and in our culture where we've been the most anxious I mean this this generation is has the most anxiety the most depression um, the most mm-hmm. ideations of suicide mm-hmm. um, a, a guy, I think it was Robert Frost back in the day one of the authors he said that uh, men live lives of quiet desperation right yes sir um, and I I want you just to just you know practical or as as a pastor or as a as a medical practitioner right Mm -hmm. because um for those of you don't you didn't hear pastor earlier um he is like this triple threat he's got this incredible entrepreneurial spirit which is just I believe the Lord's going to blossom it um professional man just accredited and like earned earned it degrees right (laughs) not you know whatever (laughs) we leave that alone um but then also anointed right um so Give us your thoughts and, and your perspectives on um, people coming out of living these lives of quiet desperation, right? Mm-hmm. Because we'll, we'll be so overwhelmed by emotional attack, mm-hmm. emotional weight. Um, mental health issues, and for some reason, it's like we don't like to talk about it right, because it's right. maybe it's like an admission of, of weakness or, failure, or feebleness mm-hmm. or fa- failure, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's natural, right? Yeah. Like, we're, I mean, we're, we're human, and our mind and our emotional state is as is real as our physical state, right? Mm-hmm. And so give me your perspective on how someone can go from desperation to healing.
1: Okay. I will say, I'll actually start with a phrase we all know. You are what you eat. Wow. Right? You are what you eat. So you eat junk food, you'll know what you're going to get. I mean, I, I don't have to get into that. You know that. So I would say right now, if you, if you, and I'm just going to go very practical, very sure, simple so everybody you. can understand. If, if you're, you're a person that is dealing with self-esteem, if you're a person that's dealing with uh, depression or anxiety or whatever the case, be careful what you're feeding yourself on social media. Mm. That is a big, and I'm not one of those, pastors, and I heard somebody say the other day, oh man, pastor, you know, the, the phone, they're from the devil. I said, no, it's not the phone. It's not social media. It's what you use it for. Yeah. If it's not edifying yeah. you, it's tearing you down. Yeah. And so be very careful what you're reading. Be very careful not to fall into the trap of comparison. Mm. Oh man, I wish I had that. Why can't I be like that? All you're seeing is highlight reels of people. Yeah. You know, people rarely will show you their flaws. People rarely will show you the behind the scenes. And what what you got to understand that everybody suffers, everybody struggles, but the more you you open up and the more you're transparent with it, the more you can get the help. You know, and so I think if we learn to speak up. If we learn and I love it because the Bible says two or three. Yeah. Ask for two You don't yeah. need a thousand friends on Facebook. Just two or Come three. Come on. Get two or three people <laughs> that are crazy with That's you that, that were willing to. They're That's not so going good. to condemn you. They might challenge you. They might correct you, but they're not there to condemn you They say, Hey, I got you. We're gonna get through this. Get some crazy people with you to believe with you, to pray with you. So that like I said earlier with Moses, when your hands are tired, get someone that will raise your hands mm-hmm. for you. Absolutely. You know, but most important watch out what you're watching. What are you listening to? Yeah. What are you watching? What kind of music? And again. I listen to worldly music, brother. Don't get me wrong. i got music here and there and I love music and, and I got social media and I got all that. But if it comes to a point where I see that it starts affecting me, yeah. Hey, I might have to just pull yeah. back a little bit. Yeah. Be careful. Cut those people around you. It's called unfriend. It's called <laughs> delete. You know? Don't do it. Don't. Yeah. F- if you can't yeah. handle it, don't do it. And oh, I've it. seen so many people who are so bogged down and so caught up in all this stuff, trying to live a life that is not real. Wow. And so that creates anxiety. Wow. That, I'm never going to look like her. I'm never going to look like him. I'm telling you right now, God made you unique and specific. And if I put two diamonds right now, I put a, a real one and I put a fake one. What makes the real one is the flaws of the real diamond, not the fake of the cubic zirconia. And so stop trying to be perfect. It, it's the Come it's it's that the flaws that make us who we are. So you know. And so when we understand that and we can accept that, now having said that, th- does that mean, okay, I can just keep living a life of sin? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying bring your brokenness to him. Come on. He loves you so yeah. much that he'll he'll change you for you. Pastor, I don't know how to change. You're right, and you will never will be able to. So but when you give it to the Lord, he'll change you day by day. And again, it. it's process. It takes time. You've got to allow the process to take yeah. its place. You know, if you take, put a cake in the oven and you take it out too soon, it's not good. If you overdo it, what? It's burnt. God knows exactly when to put you in. He knows when to That's take you amazing. out. And, it's, and, and it'll work. But we have to learn
0: to trust the process. Gosh, this is so good. Yeah. This is so good. Good. Well, look, we're going to land the plane here in a few minutes. Yes. Okay. Um, We could go all night, man. Like, I just love, I love 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 how you, I love how you think. I love how you express and communicate. Um, But let's, let's, let's close this. I just, I just want to, it's almost kind of like a lightning round. Okay. All right. So, um, and I just, I, I love the consistency that you and your wife have. Mm -hmm. Give us like two or three just nuggets, just like (laughs) two or three gems on being happily and healthily married.
1: Okay. You can never stop dating. Come on. Number one, yeah. you can never stop, you can never stop dating. And, and I'm telling you right now, one of the things that we've had to learn to do now in this new generation back to the cell phone, when you're together, put it away, Yep. put it away. Yep. You know, the cell phone is a great tool, but it yep. can also be a great hindrance and an obstacle. So those are things that we practice. We pr- we're very open with our communication. We, we say what we have to say. Uh, did it happen overnight? No. Yeah. You know, we're going to 21 years of being married. Come on. Uh, can I tell you that we never thought of divorce? No. We t- thought of throwing in the towel many yeah. times. Thoughts of failure. You know, my wife and I were perfect couple of of. of getting in a fight in the car and then going to church and how y'all doing blessed, you know, with the beautiful masquerade mask. I mean, we wore a great Ken and Barbie. I don't know who was Ken and I don't know who was Barbie, but we would go to church and oh, we're blessed and we're perfect. You know what? That is exhausting. Yeah, when you learn to be real, it's less exhausting. On, Let me yeah, tell I love you, that. just be I love real. That. And, and we learn to just kind of work. I, I, I had to understand that I'm not here so that she can make me happy. I'm here to make her happy. Come on. And, and with that, that's work in progress. It's a constant sacrifice of the things that I like to please her and vice versa and and and, you know when people say pastor you know we're 50 50 that's a terrible mentality you got to be all in
0: amen all in all the time so it's
1: all good so again don't forget to date your wife. Wow. And when I mean date, don't be talking about the church. If you're in ministry, don't be nope. talking about the kids. Don't nope. leave them with somebody, nope. you know, leave the car or the phone in the car. Just talk about you, you should go to the park and make out. You know, you're married. You do pre- what you gotta man, do. But singing my song. Just go, just go back See to what got you where you need yes, to be. Sir. And you know, I think a lot of times we forget where we, I mean, relax. Yeah. We're human. You know, yeah. go to the movies, do whatever you can bring an extra drink inside, even though you're not supposed to be drinking to the movies, <laughs> whatever it takes, just have a good time. That's awesome. Date spend some time with each other but also here's a big one brother you gotta learn to spend time away from each other mm. and that's one people will not share mm. with you i believe ecclesiastes says there's a time for everything wow and there's some people that are that will tell you no, because you got it no you don't you don't now now, if you failed in marriage, morality for morality issues, and you can't be alone, that's different. Yeah. But if you're, you're you have a relationship that is trustworthy and it's strong, hey, babe, you go with the girls' night out. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the guys. That's you know, or I'm gonna take the, the the kids tonight. You go out and vice that's versa. Healthy. But it's yeah. got to be both ways. It can't just be one way. This is a two-way street. Yeah. You know, there's got to be a dialogue, not a monologue. And when you have that, it's healthy. It's refreshing. You it's come so back good. and you're ready to see this. So gold. date. Take a break, you know what you say, and keep it real between
0: both Come of them, you. Come know? on. Date, take a break, and keep it real. Keep it real. Oh, that's gold. All right, you are you are fit. You and your wife are fit. <laughs> Give us your Monday through Friday workout schedule. Oh do my you, God. Do Monday you, through Thursday. Do you, okay, Monday through Thursday. Do you, do you do chest and triceps on Mondays? Is that that's what you that, do? That, <laughs>
1: universal. 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 <laughs> the only thing is that when you get to be 44 at my age, you got to do... Uh, you got to do cardio and you got to do abs all the oh time. That, you can't do not 21 anymore. <laughs> but yeah, Monday through Thursday is my workout schedule. Hers is Monday through Friday. She okay. beat me by a day. Okay. She does the whole training with a professional trainer. She does all that. I kind of just go to Planet Fitness sure. and just kind of sure. do my thing. So that's our workout. Yeah. Break but it you're down right. for me. Chest break, and
0: break, break it down for me daily basis. Let's go. Chest and
1: triceps and core cardio on Monday. Uh, we got back and biceps on Tuesday with also cardio and, and core. And then Wednesday, you're doing shoulders, traps cardio and core and then thursday leg day we dread it we hope we get sick on thursday so we don't have to do leg day but we do leg day on thursday and leg friday, day and calf raises and let's go it. and then friday recover saturday you know you're ready to rock and roll for sunday here we go
0: what's your favorite cheat meal
1: oh my gosh anything fried
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> put the oil on it right anything put the oil on it like any, a, like any a kind good kind of pastor yeah. any, any burger any
1: pizza um yeah i love it I what's love your it cheat day all. I wish I could tell you that, I, that, that I, it's only one day, but I cheat a lot. I, I can't ah. tell you that I, that I clean every all the time. I don't. I, I'm, I'm careful, but I'm not as good as I should be. Yeah. So I got to work to do. Yeah.
0: So when, when, one thing that I picked on, on you real quick is that you've, <laughs> you've got a really obvious problem. Okay. okay. You have a shoe problem. <laughs>
1: All That's right. Hilarious. So here's what I,
0: here's, here's 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 what you gotta understand. Oh, like, so no. I'm a sneakerhead, and uh, you can't see them right now. But Pastor Pepper just blessed me with some Oreo 350, Yeezy, <laughs> oh, some some Yeezys, That's man. It's hilarious. absolutely incredible. Um, give us right now the favorite shoes you own, and give us some some Grail shoes that you have if you have them.
1: Oh, I don't know if I want to name drop right now. Yo, Do I got on. permission? 100. All All right. So I got some Gucci high tops. Those are those are up there. I have the. Um, Air, Air Force One Supremes. Oh, those are oh, one of my favorites. Stop, And then dude. I got some Air Force One Louis Vuitton. That those are still in the box. You got some Louis Vuitton Air, Air Force, Force Ones. One. I do.
0: I oh, do. And those are and no. those haven't even been
1: worn yet so whoever's listening to don't judge just love, just love.
0: <laughs> 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 i am not mad at you bro come <laughs> those on those were a
1: gift from my wife to me for father's amazing.
0: day amazing yes sir amazing okay. and so what what's your grail right now what's the what, what's the shoe that you like have your eyes on that's totally unreasonable but Defin- i know you're gonna Ooh, get it
1: unreasonable. yeah you know the off-white air force ones. oh yeah come any on. color I'm any not color picky. any color Off-white or air, air method, force Ones.
0: any off-white air force one wow amazing crazy crazy i I love this i love this hey so listen pastor pepe give us your give us your uh your social media and then i want to give a couple minutes you've got an incredible book that you wrote yes sir um and so tell us give us your social media handles your wife's social media handles how we follow you how we find you um talk to us a little bit about your book and then how we can get how we can get our hands on the book
1: all right so facebook you got to go to our like page pastor pepe cervantes that's the like page Instagram, I believe is uh, at Pastor Pepe. I believe there's a dash in between the Pepe and the dash 27. I know Twitter's at, uh, at pa- Pastor Pepe 27. Everything's Pastor Pepe 27. Okay, cool. So if you just find it, you see our picture there, you'll find it. Cool. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snap, uh, Snapchat, and of course, Facebook. And yes, we wrote a book based on another breakthrough that we had in our life. For, for, for those of you that don't know, we, fitness has been a part of our life forever since yeah. when I was 15. And I had a lot of terrible uh, techniques of how to lift weights. So I ruptured two of my discs, L1 and L2. I herniated two more, three and four, and uh, I got five that was protruding. Sheesh. So long story short, after suffering 10 years of back pain, chronic back pain, I finally had the surgery and I wish I could tell you that the surgery did it all, but it wasn't. It was actually my form of prayer, learning to learn how to speak life into my bones, into alignment yeah. and to heal. And after that is when I saw complete restoration. But I was dealing with, with failure. I was dealing with uh, a, te- a temptation. I was dealing with a uh, pain, and that's what this book is about—plagues. And so I'm very open with it. It's very transparent. I hope you you want to get it. It's on you. Can, you don't want to get it online. We got it on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. Barnes and Noble has it as well. Okay. Um, and if you're in the Harlingen, McAllen, you can get it here as well, where you're at here from different stores. But uh, plagues is a book we wrote. It just came out about three months ago, and it's just basically a life of a breakthrough that I had. I, wow. I was suffering so much pain. And i was going about it the wrong way and i'll give you just a little yeah no please little please please, please yeah i'll never forget i was i would always ask the lord lord you know i, I want to go preach at other churches you know i want to call me to the you know I, I don't get these phone calls and i don't do that and this and that and the lord says when you stop complaining mm. because after every church service all i would would complain my like, back and this and this. he says when you stop complaining and let me restore you i can't use you until you're restored Jeez. and so having said that i had to go through the process i had to go through it was literally yeah. here, 13 months a process of never lifting a weight doing what I needed to do speak life into my body change certain habits because there's got to be change wow. there's got to be change and then uh, I can tell you right now zero back pain beautiful I feel health, healthier than ever wrote this book hopefully it'll be a blessing to your life and it's called plagues and like I said you can get a Barnes & Noble or Amazon Prime
0: that's amazing well wow. Pastor Pepper thank you so much for taking time to yes sir just share your life with us and you know really thank you for all that you and your family do for the yes. body of Christ, for the city of Harlingen, for this region. Super excited about what God's going to so do much, in God. you. And yes. so, hey, guys, listen, thank you so much for, tu- for listening, for tuning in. I uh, hope you're loving this podcast. And um, listen, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to be present. And no matter where you're at, you can always just press record and just leave your mark. Love you guys. Go be a champ. We love y'all. We'll talk to you later. Subscribe to the podcast. Would you rate it? Would you give it a review and maybe even share it? That just helps us get our content out to more people. And, you know, we believe that this is just going to bring so much help and health and joy and life to so many other people. So help us push record in other people's lives.